Hey everyone, what's up? It's Chelsea Van Buskirk with the Heart AF Podcast. Hope everyone is doing well. If you're catching me on video, you might notice it looks like I have some eye makeup on one eye and not the other, but you would be wrong because this is the beginnings of a black eye I got from my three-year-old son who I was playing with out in the backyard and <laughs> was trying to teach him hopscotch because I was like, oh, this is actually kind of fun, keeping him entertained until I was bent over and he jumped up and his hard ass head hit me right there in that like eye socket area. And yeah, it really hurt. <laughs> and now I've got the beginnings of a nice little black eye here. Got that going on for myself. So that's fun. Anyway, one of my previous episodes, we were talking about being fake, right? Like how some people like to just be fake as fuck. Yeah. And I was walking with one of my very good friends who we try to meet at least once a week, if not multiple times a week to do. I heard them called sanity strolls, which I love that word because me and my friend, we like to walk and talk together. And it's one of the highlights of my week when we get a chance to make that work with our schedules because she's my person. And this actually goes hand in hand because the story is going to integrate a conversation I had with her. But we were also talking about the energy we bring to each other. Like she is definitely the friend that I can come to when I'm at my low points in life, but also the one that's going to like help pump me up and support me. She's not fake with me, right? Like she calls me out when I need to be called out, which I love. We both are high energy individuals. We both are also sensitive, like highly sensitive individuals that pick up other people's energy. So when you bring two people that have that high energy together, it's awesome because our energy just feeds off each other. So we have that connection where we can help pump each other up. So if one of us is feeling more down, just being together and we can help pump each other up and it's awesome. It's also just nice to have that support when you are having those really low energy and low vibe times in your life because we all have hard moments. What's interesting is me and her also had this conversation about how we can go through multiple levels throughout one single day, right? Like we can be really high energy, feeling good and something happens and our mood can shift or we're around certain people that just drains our energy or makes us shut down because we're so sensitive that our moods and our energy can fluctuate by who we're around, what's around in our environment. Like right now in my house, it's very disarrayed. Like it's very unorganized and I'm getting help with that. My friend is actually helping me redecorate my office. So I'm really excited to give you guys the new background once this office is done. But things are moving around and it's kind of this unsettling feeling and just the energy of space actually can affect me, right? Like the way if there's too much clutter, like that makes me anxious. And I don't like that. Like I like things to be put away. And that's hard when you have kids because they take their shit out and they don't really care. I mean, there might be some kids that do care. Mine don't. So their rooms are a mess. And it is so hard for me to see that. Like I really have to just block it out because I also believe that it is their space. It is their room so they can make it how they want and how they see fit. But at the same time, there's got to be some kind of order in the chaos. But we're in, we're in the middle of trying to help them organize as well. We'll we'll see what happens, okay? Because they are still individuals. They are themselves. I want to give them a better structure so that maybe they can be a little bit more neat, but within their own you know, individual limits, that kind of thing. But at least I can give them some kind of help to get it a little bit more organized. Yeah, I'm jumping around because, you know, like I divulged in the last episode, I have ADHD, so my mind goes a million miles a minute. It's probably why I also talk very fast, but I feel like there's a lot of people that can relate to that. There's a lot of people that also are high energy and have their minds bounce around, so those people tend to follow me. So kudos to you if you can follow me and my bouncing around sometimes and my fast talking. You are my people. 
So back to what I want to talk about, this energy thing, and also just having sincere interactions. Because we were talking about how like people try to sell you all the time, right? Like we are sold to constantly. We're sold to with our social media feeds. We're sold to through, you know, billboards when we're driving, advertisements on the radio. We're advertised to on your music streaming services, even on podcasts now. There's a lot of advertisements going on. And I mean, it's just the world we live in, right? Like we're always getting sold to. We're in a, we're a consumer-based society, right? So we're always being sold to. But the problem is that sometimes people will approach you and they start conversations with you and it seems genuine. You're like, oh, wow, this person really cares. Like they're responding to something I was vulnerable with and shared. And then they slap on the back end and it's a sale. Like the whole time it was a sales pitch. And that's like the worst feeling ever. And if you do have a social media presence, I know you've probably experienced this. I really don't want to knock certain people who have side hustles and businesses because I'm all about empowerment and people finding ways to make money for themselves. I think that's so great, but I think there's ways to be more tactful about it than others. And I know one of the ways that a lot of network marketing people who work in that industry, they tend to sometimes come off slimy. And I know that's not their intention, right? Deep down, I know that's not their intention. I was a network marketer for many years too. So I get it. I know that you're just trying to make a business for yourself. I know that you're trying to get sales and you know hustle and make money for yourself. And that is so great. But at the same time, there are certain situations you put yourself in. And I knew when I did it, like I didn't feel great when I would do these messages, but you kind of feel this push from your upline and you feel that pressure, right? To like produce. And sometimes you might have a, a nice flow of production for a while, but then there comes these moments where you start to get that kind of desperation, like you have goals to meet or you're trying to win something in your industry. And so there's this external pressure that you really feel like you have to meet. And I feel like that's where the skeeziness comes off. And it's not that, again, it's not that you're meaning to be, right? Like, I think that these people are really genuine and they're really just trying to build a business, right? But it's how you feel as the consumer, the one that's getting approached that's being sold, right? Like, it does not feel good when you think you're having a really awesome conversation with somebody and you feel like you've connected with somebody, you've made a connection, you feel like it's genuine, you feel like they're caring about what's going on in your life, and then slides in that sales pitch, right? Like it always ends with that sales pitch and it leaves you feeling shitty. Like you're like, wow, I really feel like this big. And you can't see me if you're listening audibly, but my fingers are showing a really small gap in them because you feel small. You feel shitty. You feel insignificant. You feel like you're just another number to this person. When a few minutes ago, you felt like you actually had a genuine connection with somebody that actually cared about you. And that sucks. And then it really takes away that friendship or the bond that you may or may not have been able to genuinely have when that sales pitch comes in, right? So I was talking about this with my friend because I had poured my heart out about my struggles with bench eating and how I was embarking on this new journey of, you know, throwing out the scale, deleting the tracking apps on my phone, like really turning a blind eye to diet culture and fitness and diet personalities and influencers because I really need to focus on my body's internal cues. Like I need to really learn how to be present with food. I need to not be in the mindset of can I or can I eat this? And how many calories is this? Is this the best thing? You know, I can't be focused on my body change right now. Like right now I have to work through my mindset. I have to work on these 
internal wounds that I need to heal around food and my body image. That's my goal right now is to work through these issues that I have and then also to build a positive relationship with food and a positive relationship with my body and to learn how to listen to my body and eat like a normal person, learn my hunger cues, learn to eat when I'm hungry, learn to stop eating when I'm full, be done and rid of the binge restrict cycle where I get hopped up on the next new diet or wanted to lose weight, right? Like it's all about manipulation and wanting to control my body shape. And I'm doing that by food and exercise. I have to break away from that for now because I'm healing things that need to be healed. And I need to focus on that healing and I need to step away from that diet culture. So I made this post. I made a post and poured my heart out about all these struggles I'm having, how I've been um, struggling with binge eating disorder for I don't even know how many years now. It's been a very long time that I've had severe body image issues ever since I was 17 and gained weight on my senior year of high school. It's always been a constant struggle where I feel like my worth is based on my body shape and size and aesthetic. And going through my own self-love and healing journey, I know that my body does not define my worth. I know that right? I know that. But do I genuinely believe that 100% of the time? And do I genuinely feel that 100% of the time? No. I'm still in the place where I judge my body and think it needs to be better and am self-conscious. And when you're self-conscious and not feeling great about your body, like that bleeds into a lot of other areas in your life. It bleeds into your relationships and your intimacy with your partner. I'm just working on myself and my healing. I've expressed it before, but I like to be transparent with whatever I'm dealing with in life because I want to be real and genuine and build relationships with people so that I can connect with them if they might be struggling with some of the same things that I struggle with. And I just think that's a great way to not only embark on hard things in life is by knowing you're not doing it alone or being able to connect with somebody who's doing something that you're working through as well helps provide you that extra support and motivation that if someone else can do it, you can do it as well. So that's why I like to share and be transparent. So after I shared this post, I had a lot of great comments and engagement like support, and it felt really good to just let all that stuff out, like let people know like, hey, I've been struggling with this for quite a while, and now I'm trying to make amends and heal myself and go on this new journey of making it right and learning to love my body and learning to be present with my body and learning to have a positive relationship with food. And I started to get a few private messages. And I know most of these women that were private messaging me had good intentions. They were trying to relate to me. They knew I just confessed I had a struggle with food and body image. But after their sincere messages and trying to relate to me, in came their sales pitch. And it was really super frustrating. I was really lit up. I was really pissed off is what it was. I was pissed off because I was like, what the fuck? I just poured my heart out and was vulnerable and then you guys had to come back with a sales like you're trying to sell me when I literally am expressing the fact I need to shut myself off from this diet culture and the health and fitness culture. I don't need another food plan. I don't need more supplements right now. Right now, I just need to tune myself out of the ever-present diet culture that's already in my face no matter where I look, but to really be able to focus on myself and my healing and not be bombarded with sales and new diet plans and workouts and stuff. So anyway, talking to my friend, venting to her as we do, we like to vent our shit to each other, which is really healthy. Honestly, find yourself a good person that you can relate to, that you can freely vent to and know that you will not be judged and that you have that support where you can just let yourself go and then maybe get some encouragement. And anyway, 
she had some great insight from her grandparents. Like I, I wish I could have met her grandparents cause they sound so fucking amazing. Like she had a great relationship with her grandparents. She was so fortunate to have such an amazing bond with her grandparents. But anyway, she was, she was making me laugh. She's so funny, my friend. So we were talking about this, this being fake and being insincere. And her grandmother was like, there's something about integrity. Like she's a woman of her word. Like she believes in handshake deals. Like she is very old school and she like was very strong in her beliefs and she made her beliefs known about that characteristic she had of herself. And so my friend was giving me this example of when her grandparents would be like, you know, at church or some kind of get together and the grandpa would be like, okay, well, we'll make plans to see you sometime, you know, and, and that her grandma would be like, no, don't say that. We're not going to make plans. Like, don't, don't say that. Don't tell them something we're not actually going to do. Like, no, no, we're not going to see you. We're not going to call you next week. Like, we're not, you know, and I'm just giggling as she's telling me the story because damn, that is some great advice, right? Like, that's something that as I've tried to overcome my people pleasing tendencies, like that's something I do all the time where I'm like, yeah, okay, we'll make plans. Yeah. And then guess what plans ever get made. And it was so funny because I'm like, oh my gosh, I need my friend's grandma in my ear to let me know like, no, don't say that. Don't say what you don't mean, right? Don't make fake promises, like have some integrity. It's time to start a new revolution where we're actually more genuine and sincere and be keepers of our word because that's, important. And that's a significant characteristic that if you can do that, like that is so big to be a genuine person, to really have that much awareness, to not just say things to be nice, but to say things that are you're actually going to hold true, right? So when you invite somebody like, yeah, we should catch up and have lunch, like only say that if you mean it, you know, like let's go back there. So now I'm rethinking of all the times I've done that where I've made fake promises. It's like, no, you need to shut the fuck up and like only make invites and only say yes to invites if you genuinely are going to follow it through, right? Like, and I know it's hard because I know a lot of us have good intentions and there are times where, you know, you intentionally do want to make plans with somebody and things just don't work out because I know life is busy and especially as a mom, like, stuff comes up all the time, especially if your schedules are inconsistent. Like I get that. So this is not a knock on that. This is just a knock on if you really have intentions of making plans with somebody or you tell somebody something like make sure that you have that intention. Like don't say something just to be nice or for a pleasantry. Like let's get over like being fake like that. Like we don't need to do that anymore. There's a way to still be polite and kind without making false promises. So that's the root of what I wanted to get to with that. And I just thought that was pretty fucking cool, honestly, because no one wants to feel like just a number or being sold to, right? I was venting about another thing, like we have people that we go to for services, right? And sometimes salesmen usually are people that sometimes they're fake with you. And I just can't stand it when they're like, oh, how are you? But it's just not. And that was another story my friend was telling me. And I think this one might have been her grandpa who was like, never ask anybody how they are because no one's going to tell you how it really is. So don't ask that because you're not going to get a real answer back. And you honestly probably don't really care. So I was like, oh, I got to rethink that too. If I'm asking somebody how they are, like it really needs to be like, no, how are you? I want you to answer me honestly. I don't want just, yeah, I'm good. Thanks. Because that's a fucking lie. You know, like unless everything's really, really great, how are you question is something that you probably are asking somebody that you have a genuine care for and have the time like and space to ask that question. But so many of us just get into that habit of just like, oh, how are you? 
And it's like, no, that's not a real genuine question right now. So maybe we shouldn't be asking that all the time. I feel like it's on the same lines of when you say I love you too much. (laughs) I don't think that you can ever express how much you care for somebody too much. But I'm just saying there's times where if you just are saying I love you to the extent where it's not keeping the weight of the meaning of that, you know, love's a big word and you should mean it when you say it. So I really just think this is like a a check-in moment with ourselves, including me. I'm like the worst at this. I'm still in my journey of overcoming like this feeling like I have to be pleasing everybody, right? Like the people pleaser mindset. I'm still in that. I'm slowly coming out of it. And I think the problem sometimes with finding our ways out of people pleasing habits is we still want to be kind to people. Like we genuinely have big hearts and we want to be kind and show kindness. And I think it's hard for us to still be kind and polite without being fake and ingenuine. And so that's kind of the puzzle here is figuring out how to still be kind and pleasant, but being honest and not just saying what we think people want to hear or just being fake, right? I just think that human connection is so important. I'm going to wrap up with this because I'm really excited. I've been wanting to create a community for women for months, and I'm finally getting the ball rolling on that. So if you are on Facebook, I am creating a private community for women. And I'm just really excited because it's really going to be what I've always envisioned, this safe space that's full of support and guidance. I'm going to do some live meditations and healings in this group. And it's just going to be so amazing and empowering and just full of that support, guidance, and motivation that you need to create positive change in your life. Like It'll be a safe space where you can vent and and share your struggles and know that you're held, right? Know that you have a safe space that's just for you, where you can vent about your family, you can vent about your kids with no judgment, and just figure out ways to take care of yourself and, and find that support when you make hard changes, you know, that's what it's going to be there for. And I'm so excited. So be on the lookout for that. If you are on my social media, or if you're not yet friend, request me, DM me. I'm on Instagram and Facebook at chelsea.vanbuskirk, or you can find me on my website at chelseavanbuskirk.com. I also wanted to mention that I have created a playlist and I'm so excited about this because I've talked, I talked about it last episode but the importance of music to me in my life and also how music can be used as um, something that's transcendental for you to boost your mood, to raise your energy. Like music is so powerful. And I've created this playlist that if you are my person, if you are part of my tribe, it'll be music for you. It's going to be music that's going to raise your vibe, boost your energy, make you feel good. Like this is the playlist you're going to put on to pump yourself up. This is the music you put on when you're by yourself, you're in the car, or you got your headphones on and you're by yourself and need to just dance it out. If you want to scream and sing at the top of your lungs, or if you just want to move, like dance, it doesn't matter how bad you dance. Like you can just be by yourself and just dance. And it's so awesome. It's a great way to move stagnant energy and like move your body and just really get into the flow, get into the zone, get into the beat, right? Like you feel the beat, you listen to the lyrics, it feels empowering and it pumps you up. Like it's so awesome. Music's amazing. Music is life for sure. In my world, music is life. So going to have this playlist specifically for my people. And there'll be a place on my website where you can get this playlist. 
So you'll go to ChelseaVanBuskirk.com. It should pop right up, a little opt-in for you to grab this playlist. I'm going to have it available on Apple Music and Spotify. So, you know, either one of those that you use, you'll be able to scoop up that playlist, put it on your phone, and fucking jam out. So, yes, I say jam because that's my level. But anyway... It's a playlist that's going to pump you up. It's going to raise your vibe, and I'm excited to share it because I know I love playlists. I like looking through stuff, so it's nice to have one already just pre-made for you, and I got you. This playlist made it specifically for you guys out there. I'll keep you updated on that group and show you how you can join if you'd like to. And I'm sorry if you don't have Facebook. They're kind of SOL because that's where my community is going to be. So maybe you can create a Facebook that's private that's just for the Facebook community. I mean, you decide. You know where to find me. I hope you guys have a wonderful wonderful week and I'll catch you next time.